Your warrior garment. As in, as in. We, as self, in. we, are, we, are, we are here for you. We are standing with our warrior garment. So, guys, hey, where are you people? Ah. <laughs> Bella, what's going on? <laughs> what you said, and you already knew something is happening. <laughs> <laughs> we need to check it. <laughs> oh my god. Hi, guys. Oh Welcome god. to another episode on Truth and Talented with Kishi and Bella. If you are new here, that's not how we are. Nobody, you know, <laughs> I tell you, I don't like this, but maybe you know, classy, Jesus, cute, kingdom minded ladies. Okay, don't, don't get it twisted. I am the one in the kingdom minded ladies you just mentioned. So, me, I'm I don't know about, I don't know about Bella, I'm the one. You, you people see that it's, she's aroused up the rasmus, but I'm not going to pay attention to her today. I don't hear anything you might say. You guys already know. You see. Once you listen to this episode, you already know who is listening. Don't listen to the episode. Look at the pictures. Look at that last episode. Don't you think it was cute? What's the best? Keep down my Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna say anything. I'll let them decide. So what's up, guys? Welcome to that episode. I feel like. This is a very, very aimed day for us because mm-hmm. we are talking about one of the most amazing topics we personally like discussing as friends. And it's yeah. something we experience over and over and over and over. But I would not give any form of um I will not give any topic out yet before we dive mm-hmm. into the conversation. We want yeah. to ask about you guys a week. How have you guys been doing? Mm-hmm. I love you. There's something I want to say today, Bella. I actually check our listeners and is that we actually have listeners in seven countries already. Bro, when I, saw, I used to check. I just don't like to hype myself when I see. I'm just like, just calm down. Just Today, relax. Why <laughs> I knew I had to say it is because I'm like, somebody in Malawi is actually listening to us. Yeah. Somebody in XA is actually, SA is actually mm-hmm. listening to us. Somebody, um, every country, every of these countries, Canada, every mm-hmm. of these countries is listening to us. And it means a lot, not because you know the numbers are huge but because yeah. it it means that you in the gospel to this place mm-hmm, it means mm-hmm. we are covering the earth with the glory of god as water yeah. the sea with the truth and it is such mm-hmm. an honor that you guys should do that with us so shout out to you guys if you are a friend and family friend from malawi we love you with our heart one shaker from- for you yes that's a shaker for you we are rooting up yeah you. we want to see more of you and God bless mm-hmm. you. So I'll pass the mic right now to Bella Muniolua. 
Yes. So yes, everybody. Um, before we go into our conversation, Sarah, first of all, I also want to say thank you to God Almighty because today we're recording on the last day of September and we have a Yay! lot of blessings. I just realized that while I was writing the caption for our Bible breakdown, and if you do not check our Bible breakdown, me, no, I don't no, know no, what you are checking on Friday. Because I know Friday, eh? Friday I don't is, even know. is a time of what you say. I said, I don't even know anybody that's not watching, is not listening to Bible breakdown yet. I- Honestly, I don't know what I don't know actually because I like Friday is a time of ah, just sit down, listen to the word, and just let it saturate you as you go into the weekend. Even if you are going to attend all the um O and bears and everything, just relax. But no, you will not listen to Bible breakdown. I, mean, I don't know I- what you are listening to. I don't, I don't know. I don't say I should sit out there, shark. Anyways, <laughs> as we're writing, as I was writing the caption, as I was just doing that, um. Lord, just highlighting like we have a lot of blessings to count in this month of September. Yeah. We reached over 200 listens, we have over 70 followers on Instagram. We have, you know, we've Ooh. recorded like five episodes on the sixth one right Ooh. now. Like, we have so many things to be thankful for in yeah. this month of September actually, for good health, sound mm-hmm. mind you know for our listeners everybody's doing great people are being blessed the gospel is being preached so many packages glory glory glory, glory hallelujah preach pastor yes. preach pastor we're about Ooh. to have a praise dance right now we're about to have a praise dance Shout out about us. Shout about us. thank you thank up. you yeah thank you um and you guys should not forget to check out the newsletter because we used to put list of songs that you can listen to and just you know vibe with us but some of you do not used to read this thing i don't know why it's just dropping my spirit to talk about it today we need some to of you guys don't read the newsletter you know it's, them, them. it's not good though it's not good though we'll use ours to sit down to put english together and, and, and get song for you guys. See, let me tell you the, about the newsletter. Put movie recommendation. Blue, oh. blue, blue, book. Put Bible verse. You will not read it. Eh? It's not good. I don't know what you are reading. You are reading Joa. Joa. Uh, Coco. See, I mean, I don't know. Shut don't come and complain. Which on the day your mind. The people that are, people that are hearing Joa. Oh, yeah, Joa. Joa. They know themselves. They I already, don't even know what that is. They already understand what I'm saying. You don't stress it. Just ah, leave okay. them. You, you people know. should not allow us to be angry. You should not allow us to be angry. You should not let we'll us never, angry. We'll uh, never we said our own. So, yes, let's go into the conversation starter. So, I saw this quote. Honestly, when I first read it, I was so confused. But then, as I started to, like, read it and read it again, it just, like, I feel like it started to open up to me. So, it says, I dare to trust you when it looks like everything is fine. I dare to hold on to you just as much in abundance as I would when it looks like lack. And I need you as much in the light as I do in the dark. Kishi, does this quote, maybe I should read it again before I ask my question. I dare to trust you even when it looks like everything is fine. I dare to hold on to you just as much in abundance as I would when it looks like lack. I need you as much in the light as I do in the dark. And does this quote I just read, does it remind you of any Bible verse? Like there's Bible verse that is ringing in my head right now. Does it remind you of a Bible verse before we like 
just glide oh. on it. Well, it doesn't yeah. remind me of a particular Bible verse, but it reminds me mm. of a particular story in the okay. Bible, and it's the story of Abraham. Um, mm. Most of the time, when we talk about God as provider, it's only about financial provision or security mm. or all of these material things that we might be trusting God for. But mm-hmm. the life of Abraham is just the life of total dependence on God. And mm. it's so funny that Abraham is the first person that brought us into what trust and waiting means. And I'm so happy mm. that we are even having this, you know, entire um, conversation because it seems gliding on the topic we had last week about waiting and trusting and believing mm-hmm. God for promises. Every single time we read the story of Abraham, we often skip through the fact that he was actually in the dark in those gap years in between the time he was waiting for the promise mm. after he received the word that activated his waiting season. And this quote just reminded me of him because I am currently in my area of my life where I'm trusting God for a life of legacy. And I I know mm. that that requires a lot much more sacrifice because mm. every single people that became legacy makers in the Bible, they had to like give up a lot to step into the fulfillment of that legacy debut that mm. we are currently talking about today. But it didn't just happen overnight. They all passed through their own season of darkness and their mm-hmm. own season of heat. So for me, that's the story it reminds me of. And one thing I'll just say before I let you just share your thoughts and in mm-hmm. is that at the end of the day, you can't experience a God you do not trust in the dark mm. in the light. Mm. If I trust you in the season of nothing, and when I now have something, why should I trust you? Mm. I don't know if what I'm saying, you understand it. I'm currently poor. I'm not poor. I am not poor in Jesus' Mm. name. But Mm. for example, let me not use myself. There's somebody that is poor. And I'm preaching to that person that trusts God, trusts God, trusts God. And it's like, no, I'm not doing, I'm not interested. And Somehow, somehow, he got wealthy. Mm. How do you expect me to convince somebody like that that trusting in God is the best thing you can ever do with your life? Mm. So Mm. most of the time we tell people about all of this thing, trusting, waiting, believing in the dark place. Mm -hmm. It's also because of your own spiritual security. Because Mm -hmm. what you don't believe right now that you don't even have anything without God, you would never ever ever think mm-hmm. it is worthy of your thought you would it, it's that's why it's hard for you to say to Elon Musk that God is the God of heaven and earth and you think he would yeah. agree with mm-hmm. you understand this is somebody mm-hmm. that is trying to take over space so apparently he feels like he's on this on a kind of league with God mm-hmm. what do you expect so that's wow. just it for me wow I feel like Faka, you've been touching on the areas that I actually like us to touch on to this episode. But while I was reading this quote, um, the part the portion of scripture that popped out to me was this part of um where Apostle Paul said, I know what it means to be in abundance and what it means to be in love. So base. Yes. Yes. And that's what really just stood out to be here because he said, I dare to hold on to you just as much in abundance as I would when it looks like lack. Because it's so easy for people to um like you said, it's so easy for people to 
trust God when things are going great. And it's so easy for people to trust God when things are, you know, you understand everything. Reminds me of something that you said last week, that the prayer of someone that is waiting on God is, God, I don't have any other option. Yes. God, I'm praying for food today. And then after I pray, I get up or I go to my friend's house. and understand. Of course, your friend is going to give you food. <laughs> I Except they don't have. Your Except friends don't going to see you in the house, but there are some people like that, child. <laughs> yeah, we don't like. Yeah, they don't, don't exist in in my in our own circle. Actually, they don't exist. But see, I I have a neighbor. I've never tried to like shade my neighbor, you guys. But there was one day my mom went to their house and she just noticed that the husband was becoming grumpy. <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? She just said she was leaving. She now notices that I think she maybe she forgot something. She now came back. She now saw that they now served like the woman now served her husband. She was now wondering that why didn't you serve, um, serve this when man I when I was here? Like what's going on? So I think the man did not want to share his food, or maybe the food was not enough, and he doesn't and he want to, to have eat. to share. Exactly, he want to eat he in my mom's presence. So it was not like Emma Lolle, like it is, it is enough. You guys start going. We don't want you in our house. We are not asking for visitors. Exactly. So I, I don't know, Sha. I don't know. I don't know. But that experience, you, you I just never tell what, what my, about people. Yeah. Let's change yeah. my mindset about people. But yeah, this takes us to our conversation of today. And today, yeah, I'm sure you guys have already seen it from the um, album art. Shout out to Kishi that does. All our album art. You do have to do that. Give her your creative see, design job. Sure, you want to be increasing my product pad. See, Bella, you already know that. See, we need the coins, you guys. Shout out Even to her. Say... good for my heart, please. Oh. Well, no, <laughs> Today, we're talking. Ah, sorry, we have international guests. What's wrong with you? Hello. Are you okay? Okay. I'm fine. So, you guys, today. We'll be talking about Jaira seeing What's God that? as provider. Bella, come back to Nigeria. Come back. I mean Nigeria. Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> come back to Nigeria. The plane has not left yet, so you can see. You can. Oh there. no, Ali, what's serious? So we have international listeners. I feel like these people don't understand you, but like it's not easy. So let's just. It's you your know. accent, guys. It's your accent. Uh, no, no really. Leave it. This is I'm going to talk through the entire podcast today. Yeah. And, yeah, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You human, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so guys, so, yes. Actually, honestly, today we're just we're just we're just going how God is leading us, anyways. So yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask Kishi because I feel like the best, like I said, um, the best way to talk about God is through passion, personal experiences with Him. Personally, have you ever experienced God as Jaira? Not Maverick City, not Elevation, not Limbo Grace, or I don't even know that his name. I don't know. It's Limbo Place. Yes, not those, not like not like Jaira the song, but like mm-hmm. Jaira as in experience. Provider. Yeah, have you ever yeah. had any personal experience like with God like that? Can you yes. share with us, please? Yes. So let you know that every single characteristic of God and name of God are actually true realities that can mm-hmm. be experienced. They are things that you can live in. Whatever God calls himself is who he is. Yeah. If he calls himself Rafa, he is an healer. And mm-hmm. one amazing thing is that every single of this name, it wasn't God that called himself this name. It was mm-hmm. people 
that experienced him in this yeah. capacity, in this realities, and they start naming him as that. So the first time God was called Jehovah Jireh in the Bible was actually by Abraham, um, mm. where he went to sacrifice his son after the whole entire story of God said, oh, do you love me? Do you not love me? Do you love me? Okay, take your son, come and kill him for me and all of that. And if then, God said, do you love me? Do you not love me? Kishi, which he didn't say that. That's Kishi's Kishi. version of the Bible. <laughs> That's Kishi's version of the Bible, guys. So you guys don't start saying, oh, God was playing Tinnitanana with Abraham Zatabi. I did not say that. <laughs> So that's my version. That is the KVG version of the Bible. Oh, so basically, after all of those um, back and forth where mm-hmm. God told him not to sacrifice his son and God provided the ram that he used instead of his son Isaac, he called that place God would provide. So Jairah mm-hmm. is actually God provisioned, God as a provider. Mm-hmm. And why I decided to explain this little bit is because I can't talk about what I don't know of god i can't i can't come here and tell you that oh god is good if i've not experienced it on a personal level because as much as i can say it i've not seen it that's why king david said taste and see he didn't say yeah he didn't say yeah God has to be experienced for you to be able to witness boldly that this is truly who he is. That's mm. why you see some people boldly stand and say God can raise the dead. Because they've yeah. seen a dead body raised in front of them. They've seen him come through over and over. So for me, I've experienced God as Jaira in my mm. life in diverse ways that I can't even begin to explain some because it would look like I'm trying to just say some things that might not be necessary. And mm-hmm. a backstory of when I started really experiencing God as Jaira. And can I say this? Everybody, take it or leave it. You've experienced God as Jaira in one way or the other. Yeah. We have. Mm-hmm. It just happens that some of us, this is God, Jaira, moving mm-hmm. in this place. Some of us know that this is indeed Jaira pouring out himself in this capacity. And, and some, some of us are able don't. to. Mm-hmm. Yes, and some of us don't. So mm-hmm. I can remember in 2019, moving on to, not 2020, Moving on to 2021, I and some of my friends then will have this thing where we pray together. I was leading this community of prayer. I'm so pained that most of our recordings are off because we couldn't continue paying for the subscription for Mixalow. I would have said you should go back to some of these things and these prophecies that God has always been sharing to us there. Anyways, mm. so that particular in last week of December, we're praying. There's something we do every year, last seven days, called Overflow. So mm. we pray for the new year, we receive words of prophecy for the new year and just enjoy God for the new year. So during that overflow, one of the consistent words God saying, kept saying to me personally was that I was going to enjoy his fatherhood in this coming year than I've ever done before. Mm-hmm. And can I say this? Why he had to start with that is because some of the features and character of God cannot be experienced if you don't see it in some ways. If you yeah. don't see God as your Lord, you cannot experience his dimension of direction. Wow, wow. If you don't see God as your father, you can't really enjoy him as provider. Because mm. fathers provide. If you're always seeing God as just this one guy up there, this my G up there. That's why I tell people sometimes I see it's fun, it's cool how you'd want to relate with God, but relatability is not what matters. What matter is that you're coming to God, that the knowledge of God that you have is truly who God is. Mm. 
Because I don't want to be calling God my sugar bunny, my honey bunny. He's not my honey bunny. So why should I call him that? <laughs> why should you, you can't worry me? <laughs> because me and Bella, we are close friends. She's my baby bobo. She's my girl, my all of that. I want to start relating to her like a partner, romantical level. It's no longer making any sense. Do you understand? But it is. <laughs> <laughs> Something is already happening. So basically, when he told me I was going to begin to experience him as a father, I knew mm. that was a big deal for me because one of the things I actually had problems with in my life is daddy issues. Where, and that was even one of the reasons why I became such an independent thinker, independent doer. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do things for myself because I'd already experienced a season in my life where my dad was absent, so I didn't really have a present dad in my life at that point. And then when he became present, it was just there were a lot of damages done already. So I'd already mm-hmm. become this independent in a false way that I no longer felt like I could relate in some ways. Like I no longer felt like I had a rock I could rely on. Mm-hmm. Because that's what fathers do. Fathers are yeah. like rock you can rely on. They're like backwards for us. So we get expected like start living life on our own. So when he said all of this to me that you're going to experience me as a father, I begin to ask, what do fathers do? Mm. What, how do you know if somebody is really a dad? What does it look like to be a daughter to somebody? What are the experiences I'm meant to have as a daughter of this kind of, particular kind of person? And the mm-hmm. first thing I begin to see was that God as a father is also a provider. And I could never forget that yet. Tinuke, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. Tinuke was the lady friend I told you that we prayed oh, together. Tinuke is a prophet. And we prayed together. And she was like, if she got a sin, you would experience and enjoy this year mm-hmm. in provision like you've never done before. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, confirm me, girl. Second mm-hmm. time, somebody confirmed that word to me. But let me called me. And it was like, oh, Kishi, I feel like God is saying to you that he gave me a specific scripture. That flower would not end. You know that scripture that God gave to Elisha, that Elisha gave to one particular lady? That flower would not end until the famine is over and until you are established. I'm like, ooh, okay, I tapped into it. And Kishi, wait, wait, wait. Kishi, pause, sorry. <laughs> you went off. We didn't hear that part of Belumi, so please go back. That oh, part. I'm so sorry. Mm. So I talked about the fact that Pelumi called me mm. that same month. That was in March. So all of this started happening in March. That March, he called me and confirmed the same what I got from God myself and the same what Nikki had shared with me about mm-hmm. the fact that God is going to provide for me. And he gave me a specific scripture that I keyed into then. This scripture was a scripture where Elijah was prophesying to this particular woman and he said, flower would not end. Yeah. On uh, until God has established you and every single thing you want to do with you is done. And when I keyed mm. into that verse, I'm not kidding you. Immediately, over and over the course of that month, I began to see God as Jaira in my life. Mm. First thing that happened was that somebody that I knew, I've always known this person, always experienced God goodness in my life through her. She's always given to me. She mm-hmm. was one that was sponsoring our mixed payment just sent 50k to me for the first time like what's going on what's happening nope all up mm. all up people are always giving to me and this is one thing i want to say to you if you are working in some capacity for god god mm. will bless you that yeah do. it doesn't he owe. Do. owe anybody he mm-hmm. will it's like you got take your salary in this new measure so when that happened i was like god is this is this is this the new 
where we're rolling like just that mm. so whatever happened i needed to start understanding that god wasn't just coming to my life because he was trying to prove a point no he wasn't trying mm. to prove a point to me that you know kishi i can do all things no he was trying to let me understand that i am this this is who i am these are meant yeah. to be realities that you're working on a consistent basis and when mm-hmm. i say consistent basis i'm not saying money coming to your account every single day i mean you experiencing god as provider God can mm-hmm. provide for you in ways that you've never expected before. But mm-hmm. you have to first understand that it's a possible reality that you can work in. Experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's just like my first reality of seeing God provide for me. I've seen God provide for me in many ways before then, but that was the first time he was saying it to me like out loud that, Kishi, I want to do this with you and I'm going mm-hmm. to start it in greater dimension now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. For me, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm correctly experiencing God as Jaira, cause, bro, <laughs> I like I've been I've been so careful and mindful when I'm speaking to people, and I say that God is my source. You know how you can be talking to someone and say, "Oh, your source of income." I'm like, uh-uh, yes, uh 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 uh, my channel of income. God is my only source because whether we like it or not, blessings, uh, there's something that I learned from Apostle Joshua Selman and it's three things and I've held on to it. The first one is all blessings come from God and belong to him. The second one is all blessings come from God, but are shared from men to men. Then the third one is all blessings come from God, but are given to you as a steward of it. So experience God blessing me through people. And one thing I've noticed, I was talking to my neighbor, I think sometime this week or last week, I can't remember, but I was telling her that, do you see how wonderful God is? You can ask somebody for something and they have it, but they won't give you. Yeah. But let God put it in their hearts. You will be shocked. They will do it. That she was surprised that uh, why would you send me fifty thousand like out of the blue like out of do you get for yep no reason nothing Bella are you there Bella we can hear Experience you. Gy- that this is the full manifestation of God and I said some people don't because we th- we have this. I don't know, maybe it's a human being thing, but we tend to look at people as our source. Nobody is your source. God is your source. Every other individual that he uses is a channel. Even your job is a channel. When people give you money, it's a channel. When people give you stuff, those people are channels. That's why today somebody can decide to stop blessing you. They don't owe you they anything. Are not bad people. Yes, exactly. yes, they are not I bad people. But you, I like that. They yes. don't owe you anything. They don't owe you anything. They don't owe you anything. If you feel like you feel entitled, go back to your father and ask him. But yes, I have experienced God. In fact, God surprised me so much. I remember one night I was sleeping and then I, I was about to wake up because I used to wake up at a certain time. And that's like 6.30 to 7. And then I used to do factory resets before I do prayers. So I just, I was waking up and I was just hearing a voice. And the voice was telling me that, oh, don't worry. This is your 24th birthday. I'm going to surprise you. When I woke up, I first look around. That was going on. Who is this was one? Speaking like, with me. Like, mm. 
I don't like I was not asking God that because God is in you. <laughs> so like the enemy cannot tell me that he's going to surprise me. I'll be which kind of surprise. So I was so like, okay. Fast forward to when I was supposed to do um my birthday shoot. When the cost of the shoot came out, in fact, I already backed that. I said, I beg, I cannot come and kill myself. I don't have, you know, I was just I don't have, I don't have. I did funny enough, they just told me the bill. I was already thinking in my mind that the next thing I'll just tell you, please, ah, please let's cancel this shoot though. I cannot we afford it. Get, you get, and the next thing I just heard is, oh, don't worry, I'll pay for it. Eh? Wow. I, I literally froze. Like, wow. what? As in, wow. What I'm talking about is not 100, though. <laughs> I was like, in this, in this Buhari economy, wow. somebody is willing to... But then I just realized that this was not... It was not the person that was doing it. This was God telling me, don't worry, I'll take care of it. I even on like days to my birthday day, I had like so many bills I had to pay. Because like I said, shared here, I did like and hang out. So I had to cater for people and stuff like that. I was like, hey, God, this money won't keep me. Like it choked the bills and everything. In fact, the way Abba paid them back, I just stood in awe. I was like, I don't understand. It really came through and it did it beyond like, like, literally, I was like, I don't understand. So, yes, I have experienced God as Jaira. And funny enough, if not that I have the understanding that this is God, I would have thought that, oh, it was the channels that God used that just, you get, that just talked about. Yes. About, yes, yes. Yeah. And honestly, God is good. Yeah. I love the fact that you highlighted two things that I really want to key into in mm-hmm. every single thing you just said. You talked about the fact that God is the source. People are channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That means God can actually use people. Because this yeah. is one thing, this is one extreme that people go through. I was telling somebody, I think in 2020, 2021, during my FUY in school, we were talking. People were so happy to knew that to know that I was now a Christian. So a lot of them mm-hmm. were always asking me questions, questions, questions. I tried to shy away from really the next kind of conversation in public, especially. Mm. Like it's not necessary. And there's no point having this conversation with God was great. <laughs> So this person was talking about yeah. the that only God help because you know out of context taking this verse that um King David talked about God being his only help I'll look up to the EU's so mm-hmm. my help comes yeah, from my help my help comes yeah. from the Lord and the Lord alone so that was alone there but the unfortunate thing about this understanding that verse is to think God is the only way I mean the only way that God would help you is by him dropping help from heaven like heaven will open you know no, heaven will heaven open, open. no let me tell you Akisha, you don't know how it will happen let me tell you heaven will, this guy would see one golden staircase will now roll to the Come. floor then you just have that. been walking he say, my son my son climb the ladder my son my son yes 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 one thing you need to understand is that <laughs> life is advanced. So some of the, some of the, some of the medium through which God was able to speak to the people in the old, He doesn't mm-hmm. use them anymore because God has yeah. upgraded. <laughs> God has upgraded. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying doing some of the things he's doing before i mean the way he does them are now different that's why i tell people you can't keep god yeah. in a box 
you can't mold God up. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't hold him tight. So it's unfortunate to think because it has to be from some spiritual kind of way. And this is why I tell people, you have to redefine mm-hmm. every single terminologies you have. I've had to redefine God's mm-hmm. help to me, myself, a lot of times by saying it is supernatural if job. Mm. 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 I like surprise. Somebody call me surprise. Everything. You just see magic money. Magic money. <laughs> you are going, going in the road. Somebody just oh, drove in front of you. This thing happened. I will never forget this time um um evangelist Lawrence Oyo shared a testimony of how he was able to get money for his homecoming after he was studying abroad for his Bible school. Mm-hmm. And he money they gave to him. And he had to like get money back to like you know sort out some things. And in that meeting mm-hmm. there, he, and God was like, okay, I'm going to meet your needs. And in that meeting there, people started giving to him. But most mm-hmm. of the time, it is not only going to come that way. I think God has yeah. to teach me that myself last year. I'll never forget when he made me, you know, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why when you are laughing, I know that some people might be stiff neck. Please release the steam inside your bum bum. Release it. <laughs> <laughs> because if like God laughs, I, I don't know. I just I feel the need to say this. Because I feel like that joke of the staircase, some people might not get it. They might be like, ah, ah, what kind of nonsense is that? You, you are you trying to say Jacob didn't do didn't do like, that? As you laugh, press easy, 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 easy. Relax your shoulders. Breathe in, breathe out, mm-hmm. smile. Really? Ah, ah. So, come on, <laughs> because I'll never forget. It didn't say anything. Say, mm-hmm. we don't really God. It just me to this video on YouTube. <laughs> she knows this guy, the producer and director of Chosen, this Chosen movie that is currently yeah, series that is currently okay. So, I saw yeah. a testimony of that guy where he talked about the fact that. He was trusting God for so many things, for the production of some things. And God told mm-hmm. him, what is in your hand? Bring it. <laughs> what is in your hand? I'll provide for mm-hmm. you. But you have to bring well, something first. And I was mm-hmm. like, what, what are you trying to tell me? And one thing I picked out from that YouTube testimony, because it was a testimony he shared, is the fact that God does not just bless us miraculously mm-hmm. by providing for our needs. He blessed us miraculously by giving us wisdom to meet our needs. Mm. Mm. Because mm. God understands that we are humans. So he would stoop so low to our own capacity to meet our needs in some way so that we don't become so incapacitated in the mm-hmm. future. Or because if you get and yeah. that the only way I can enjoy life and enjoy the blessings of God that make it sweet and added no sorrow is if people are every single day I receive a call 20k a lot 30k a lot 50k a lot and I don't even know why it is so important God blesses mm. in diverse ways you can... mm. let me tell you one of the meaning of provide in the Bible in Hebrew provide means it means see to it provide means mm. see to it yes, so when you say God will it. provide it means God will see, see, see to it. it yeah that's true reminded me of the story of Agar. Do you know the story of this lady that um we talked about in the former episode about the lady that yes that so God that sees me the side, the side yeah when she 
left the house and all of that. She was thirsty. Mm-hmm. She needed mm-hmm. to drink. And immediately, an angel appeared to her. All of that, that encounter she had. Her mm-hmm. eyes was open the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. immediately, she encountered God. She saw the well. And what did she say? Mm-hmm. Enjoy. The- that season. And you know why I'm relating yeah. to that story? It's because in God sought the water to drink. Hmm. God sought hmm. to eat. Hmm. God provided that water in a space of and like just a twinkle of an eye. You you know how it is to look at somewhere. You didn't. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. the, the well was there. She didn't. So I don't know. We don't know the story. But one thing that yeah. was very apparent there was that it was God that provided for her. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she had to mm-hmm. see it for herself. She had to go there, and I'm very sure. So she had to draw the water out by herself. How by herself? Yeah. So it wasn't actually like as you're speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, continue. Okay, as you're speaking, another story that comes to my mind is that story of Shunamite woman that you shared. Remember, she said that I have just little flour and oil, and I'm going to bake yes. it yes. and eat and die. And then he was like, "Oh no, go ahead and make mine." That was mm-hmm. something that she had, and she decided to give it to the prophet, yeah. who is a representative of God. So it was like she was giving back to God. To okay, God this what is what I had. have. And look at how the Lord blessed her. The, the prophet did not say, oh yeah, go inside your room. Up under your bed, you will see a black bag. Inside mm-hmm. this, $10,000. Go and pay all your debtors. No. He, just, he told her to go and borrow jars. When she poured all the oil, she would sell it. And then the money she used to pay back her husband's debts. And, ah, yeah. and also start a business for herself. That's God using what you have. Do you That's know why? What you have, yeah. Do you know why I love this story? Just it out in details. Mm-hmm. When she received the provision of God, God for sustainability. Yes. Because this is one thing that make many of us still think God doesn't care about me. God doesn't think about me. God is not even looking at me. God is not even sleeping. But it's not true. Mm. God is like, last week, I gave you something that if you had managed it wisely, it could last you the entire year. Mm. And I don't know who needs to hear this. What has God laid in your hands that you mismanage? Mm. Many of us think God being a provider means, you know, there's this many misconceptions. And one of the Bible verses that I saw this God would it would deal, it would supply me with my daily needs. He, he, he daily load us with benefits. He mm-hmm. all those verses that talk about daily provision and all of that. My God will supply all your riches according to this. You understand? God is meant to definitely give you your daily bread. These are realities that are possible because it's mm-hmm. But one thing you need to know is that most of the time, God used means through which that thing mm-hmm. will be poured out in our life on a daily basis. And mm. this, this can look like he blessed me with a job that, okay, because of the kind of blessing I want to bless you, I would upgrade your salary from this kind of income before. You begin to mm-hmm. earn this amount so you can this kind of financial level that you've always desired mm-hmm. in. That is God's blessing. Mm. See, there is something called sovereign wealth. Sovereign mm. wealth is not even about money. 
Sovereign wealth is about enjoying the benefit and riches of being a kingdom, kingdom, kingdom child, a kingdom citizen. And it comes only to those who trust in the Lord and those who steward every single thing that the Lord gives to them with due diligence. Mm. Because we don't want to come here and talk about how God bless us. Oh, I saw this thing. Somebody gave me this money. I prayed for this. Somebody blessed me with this. And not tell you that it is actually backed up with principles that are guided by the word of God. Mm. Many of us often want to talk about God being provider. But you never talk about you being a giver. Mm. 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 This thing that you said just reminded me of one shade that I'm going to throw on myself. So I remember... As in there was this time I was supposed to give ah oh my god, this money is plenty. <laughs> because I literally felt like if I give this money, I'm gonna be broken. Ah, you've calculated like, the level of your plenty. brokenness. I like nothing. Like I've already calculated it. I'm not doing this. God. And those people did not say anything. No. Do you know that I finished that prayer? Maybe like a minute later. Do you know? Guess what I started to sing? What's that? I give. It shall be given unto you. <laughs> Literally. I was just singing it subconsciously. In fact, when, when it came to my notes, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> God is like, oh, wow. I love this. Literally. I was just thinking, I give. Good, my your friends now. Ah, I think God, you and you just look for a way. So you know what to hear. I'll remind you why it's necessary. For You're going you. to sing it yourself. <laughs> you know one thing I love about God. Mm-hmm. I love God so much, but there are many parts of Him that I love. Is this humor? Know, because many. if He had said Bella, Bella, give, you would have felt pressured, and you might have yes. that moment. But because mm-hmm. you were the one singing the song by yourself, <laughs> there was no way. There was no, no way I would sing that kind of song. And I'd be like, is it not meant? It was a major it... problem for me to be singing, I give. And then I'm like, no, I'm not giving. And on a more lighter note now, mm-hmm. one thing that you would notice is that you, I said something when you were talking about this, and I think that, you calculated mm-hmm. the level of the brokenness you would have. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no. Unconsciously, do you know that you've depended on that money? Actually. Because yeah. you were like, let me calculate this. Let me see. If I give this entire money away, it is over. Mm-hmm. There is no way I would not be broke. It's mm-hmm. done and finished. And unconsciously, mm-hmm. you were telling God is that this is my sustaining power. This is mm-hmm. my source. If I give my power away, I can't be strengthened. If I give my source away, I would try it. Wow. That's what we do. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of this too. I can remember last month, uh, I, my tithe, so because of the fact that I run my business myself, I don't pay my mm-hmm. tithe like one by one because it's not going to make any sense if I'm paying 200 300 500 yeah, yeah, yeah. So I calculate every single thing together and send it at the end of the month. So that mm. month, when I saw the child for that month, I'm like, ah, Jesus, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, my Lord. This entire mm-hmm. money. This is God. It's tight. Because, you know, like, tight is God's more. It's, it's his own. Yeah. Am I even supposed to be arguing about tight? Mm-hmm. But my dear, my dear, I was. 
I can't, I can't. It took me three days, three good days. I, I thought about it. I waited mm-hmm. and said, maybe I should split it into half. I pay half this month, I pay half next month. <laughs> I want day. I just, I, I don't even know where the thought came from. And the thought just came that maybe we should quickly split your own income to into half. So uh, next month. Abba, uh, don't be, uh, uh, Abba, you broke No, it wasn't actually, it wasn't it... speaking to me. It was actually myself thinking, mm-hmm. you know, because it took me three good days to make the decision to do what was expected of me. Mm. And somebody might be saying, oh, is tightening a thing? It is. Ooh, that will be a different conversation on its own because we are in a generation where the devil is trying to sensitize us against yeah. the things that are our normal reality. It is my reality. My fight. In billions. Absolutely. In billions, yeah. So I will not get to the stage where I'm earning trillions and I'm like, ah, one billion is too much for God. It is not. Mm-hmm. And I, I always say this myself every single time since that episode that happened to me. Kishi, renew your mind. Your 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 reality is to give. So if you're giving, it's not a big deal. Mm. It's your it's your reality. It's who you are. You're a giver. It's like saying, mm-hmm. Kishi, you are short. I'm short. Everybody knows I'm short. I can't stop mm. being short. So mm. if I consciously baptize myself, in the truth that I'm a giver, I'm a giver, I'm a giver. Mm. You begin to see that it becomes a normal thing for you to do. And why do we bring the conversation of giving into this? Many times we want to experience some realities of God. But can I tell you the truth? Half of the time, you need to ask yourself, how am I limiting myself from seeing mm. God's capacity? Mm. I will never forget this particular time where you talked about the testimony you had. Where you guys wanted to do something in your church. You were doing oh, yeah, uh, yeah. around something and mm-hmm. you were trusting God for a particular amount and all of that. Mm-hmm. And somehow, somehow, miraculously, you were able to get the money. Do yeah. you remember that it was during the same period that I told you that a friend of mine needed money for something? And I was like, I couldn't afford the entire bill she needed. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to like crowdfund for her. Yes, and she sent the money to get a fund for her. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that it was in that period? Yeah, it was that period. So tell me how God won't bless you. Uh. <laughs> Do you know I've actually even forgotten? No, I even get so Obviously, you don't. That's what I'm trying to say. Do you remember? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Tell me how. Because wow. you need something. And in the midst of you needing, you're still meeting other people need. You provoke mm-hmm. God. You, you see, there's some reality of God that you provoke. You don't just say, oh, it's my daddy. How many of the times do you, re- do you realize that if you want to collect something from your biological dad, you have to mm-hmm. ask first? Yeah. Are you trying to tell me they don't know that you need money? Uh-uh. They do. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, was telling, I was telling my dad this morning that I'm going to video tonight. And he's like, okay. He went, oh, then he came back and he said, okay, I'll send money for transport to you. I said, thank you. Thank you. In the actual sense, first time I told him, he was like, okay, bye-bye. He, he acted like, you know, sort yourself out. But mm-hmm. unconsciously, maybe just like, I'm a dad, I need to give her money for this. Mm-hmm. And he came back in that moment. So God knows his responsibility before you tell him. Yes. He don't. Mm. You don't need to advise God and sit down and be telling God, hey, remember the things I'm done. done, eh? Remember <laughs> that it's me that should be church. That's actually entitlement. That's also another part that we need to talk about. It's not even just entitlement. It is also mm-hmm. the mentality of 
uh, I do for God, you should do for me back. Yes, exactly. And it is the Ozu mentality, let me tell you, if you don't know. Mm. It is Ozla that think they have to Ozu for everything they need. And when they Ozu, and this is us bringing balance to what we just talked about. When you think you need to constantly do things before you receive, you will get into the Osley mode. And when you get to the Osley mode, if you do and you don't receive, what happened? You begin to blame God. You begin to hate God for no reason. Hmm. This is something that I unconsciously stepped into. That same last year. That it got to a stage where I began to think, because oh, I begin to trace back every single way I've received from people. Now see that, okay, I think I prayed with this person. And I will mm-hmm. assume that, okay, maybe because I prayed for them, they saw answer to their prayer. It was yeah. God that blessed them, but that person decided to bless me back. So, okay. Or maybe, oh, I give here, and after giving, and all of that, all of that happened, and God blessed me. So, mm-hmm. I began to really, unconsciously to the level where I'm trying to be vulnerable here. I can remember last year, December, I was beginning to write the name of people I want to call and pray for. <laughs> I'm confessing. What's I'm going on? I'm not joking. So do you know what I was trying to do? Monetize. <laughs> if I bless you with words, you bless me in kind. <laughs> no problem. I'm, I'm not kidding you, Bella. This is not something. Oh I got, it was really a business. I was. I, I didn't do it anyways. I didn't do it, guys. But I was unconsciously just thinking of, okay, it's December and let's do this. So name of people I could pray with and I'm like, okay. And you know the crazy thing? I wasn't even writing the name of people I know that they wouldn't give me anything. <laughs> it's people that you know. It's people that I know that. I was looking at people that I knew that were any dollars. People that I knew were living at brother. I'm like, okay, this one is dollars. She won't feel it because it's dollars. And yeah. it. But in Nigeria, if you give me 50k, you'll feel like he's giving me the entire word. So mm-hmm. I'm always call you. That was how foolish I was. Hmm. So there are two extremes that you should never get to. The extreme of thinking, it is irresponsibility to think that every single thing I need, God will drop it from heaven and it will come down. Hmm. The second form of extreme is to think everything in life that I would experience, I need to also for, yeah. for it. He has said give and I will be giving. Hmm. So every single hmm. Sunday, I would give. Nobody mm. can outdo me in giving. Next week, if I see an orphan on the street, I will give. Up mm. if I see a widow, I will give. Mm. And unconsciously, mm. God is like, calm down. You have people. That's a relax. Like, <laughs> I will not give you anything in return because you're most wrong. Yes. So it's like, honestly, I do. I hope it's because if it's me, I'm not anything back. And then your motive is wrong and bad. So we can't, we can't trade with this. As you God speaking, I'm yes. sorry, but another another um text that comes to my mind is where the Bible says that you cannot serve two masters. You cannot yes. serve mammon and serve God. I feel like when people say that, they're always like, oh, how do I serve money? Huh, honey. <laughs> you see why she said that I was, I, I started to look at money as my source. That is me serving money. Hustle hmm. mentality is rooted in your service to money because hmm. you feel like if I don't work hard, 
I can't get money. And one thing about money, like the Bible says, one day to just develop wings and fly away. And what will you do? You go back to the same routine of trying to gather, trying to gather, trying. That's why, if you remember when we started like our conversations, like she said something, it would be very hard for someone like Elon Musk to accept Christ. Because why? They have everything according to world standard. Chat. Standard. They have yeah. everything. So it's, it's very, it's like, but the truth is, he even with the amount of money that he has, even with the amount of money the owner of Amazon, what's about this guy, Bill Gates, all of them, they are still looking for more money. Why? Why do you think they because, work hard? You get because why they are serving money, whether you like it or not. I'm so sorry if this breaks your heart to hear it, and if you're offended, if they are your distant cousins or something, I don't know. I'm sorry, but that's just the <laughs> truth. They are serving yes. money. Because they are, they've never, I'm, I don't think any one of them has ever knelt down to say, oh God, I need this today. They're like, oh, money can do it. That's why even the Bible says that rich people, they are the worst set of people. If you read the book of Proverbs, it says that they've used their money to build up walls, that they think that if a war happens, they will use the, um, the money will protect them. But it's a lie. Everything will all melt to the ground. It will break into pieces. I love how you talks about the um, the facade of wealth and how wealth yes. can become an interest to really experiencing God blessing yeah. because people think God blessing is actually just material. God, God blessing is beyond that. God blessing is Thank eternal God. life. Thank God you just said that. Yeah. God blessing is eternal life and this is not some kind of oh don't be rich. No we don't. If you know us personally we believe that God's desire is to see us live a wealthy, rich life. Wealthy, well, wealthy. Yes. But you need to ask yourself, what is the definition of wealth according to mm-hmm. God? See, mm-hmm. you, you would often realize that most of the time, every single thing you see today are God's original designs and intention. They were only hijacked for false reason. Yeah. Wealth was God's original design. Mm. If God didn't design us to, why do you think he would create Eden before creating Adam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, Adam, now that I've created you, go and you want to live. Seal the ground. Labor, labor, labor. No. Plant trees. Create animals. He created every single thing that was required mm-hmm. for life and sustenance and for longevity. And he put Adam in the middle of this, every single thing he created and gave him ownership. Hmm. Are you getting the picture I'm trying to paint to you? Yeah. So God actually has blessed us with all blessings in spiritual places. Mm. Mm. But the problem is when you begin to take your gaze off the word, who is the blessing? And when we mm. take this back to the story I mentioned earlier about the fact that in saying God will provide, it's not because he felt, you know, I I can't. Do you think Abraham could have not go back home and go and take Ram? Abraham was actually, wealthy. He had a lot of sheep, so people forget that, that he had a lot of cattle. But you know what happened? God was like, because you set your gaze on me, because you withhold nothing from me, because you God, your God, your father, because you've enthroned me on the gate of your heart, nothing again will I be told from you. Simple. That was the message God was trying to pass across. You've not withhold anything from me sold anything from anything you. Anything from you. Mm-hmm. As I say, you can't, you can't give the 
returns to him what he has first given you. Hmm. That's so true. Most of the time, I, I feel like why we find it difficult and so hard to give or to bless or to really trust God is because we, we assume we are, we are the one that is meant to provide everything for, for our own self. Mm-hmm. So because I'm provider for, of my life, I can't afford to give you what I have currently because it's not already enough for me. You should go and provide mm. for yourself. Because I'm a provider mm-hmm. of my life body. This life is is a is a Jankara <laughs> market. Jankara <laughs> market. If you go to Jankara busting, everybody's fighting for this and fighting for that. Mm-hmm. That's what we see. And that's why I love it. When I tell people, I said, see, the first thing you always need to do when you come to crisis renew. Hmm. It's the big, biggest thing you never want to miss out on because if you don't renew your mind, you will be saved and still be still be late. No offense meant. Hmm. But that's even what the Bible says, that the labor of who weary them because they know not the way into the city. Hmm. Yeah. Into the city, Christ is word. Christ does, yeah. Early this year, when I knew that I was already in that place of doing, 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 and thinking it was what I do that was going to get God had to deliver me. And I'll never forget the sermon that um, Evangelist Lawrence, oh yeah, I feel like that's one of the messages that God has called him to preach, the goodness of God. And mm. when he preached that message to me that day, my God, I cried. No, I didn't cry. I wept. I mm. wailed. You know the difference between cry and wail? When mm. are coming out, feels that I swallow you are licking you like <laughs> I wailed because I realized that how much foolishness have I lived in for this past month, mm. and it is this labor that makes us constantly feel tired, feel weary. There was one time somebody was saying, "Why would God watch me?" And all of these things happened to me, and I told her the answer I gave to her is because you've not even believed He can do it for you. Mm. See. The biggest problem we have is not the devil. At times, it's ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because you can so hinder your own self that the devil is like, I don't even need to step into your life again. You already have your own. You are mm-hmm. the problem. So there's no point coming. Just do it. And that is a life of self-sabotage. So mm-hmm. you need to start asking yourself, what are the limiting beliefs I have about God? perspective there's a book i'm currently in love with i've read it last year i've read it again this year i'm still going to keep reading it over and over how the knowledge of god shaped the worship of god i love this book because it talks about how much if you don't know god in his fullness you can't experience him in his fullness that's why i love the fact that about oh how to enjoy god as gyra no Mm -hmm. it is experiencing God as Jaira. It yeah, is an experience. Yeah. Whatever you're experiencing becomes your reality. Mm. Do you know that? If I've not experienced something, I can't live in the you reality it. of it. Yeah. So it is only what I've experienced I can believe and it can become mm-hmm. a constant occurrence in my life. And one mm-hmm. other thing that I love about what you talked about, about wealth, if we fail to trust God is that you begin to trust your manpower for everything yeah. you need. Hmm. Look at what I said I was trying to do. Oh, I can profess. I was trying to exploit God's gift for me in the hmm. wrong way. That is abuse. 
Mm. And I'm so thankful that God didn't allow that happen to me because He saved me from that. I would I have given accurate prophecy, yes. Would I have given precise word, yes. But unfortunately, it was done with the wrong motives. I've already mm -hmm. abused it. That was mm -hmm. me trying to use my manpower to gain wealth and to amass to myself. Mm -hmm. And whenever you will step into a place where you are trying to fend for yourself, get everything for yourself, you're, you've it. Not mm. because God is saying, don't do anything by yourself. Every single thing you need in life by me. Yeah, but he wants you to know yeah. that I am the source. It comes from me. So when mm -hmm. you are so reliant on God in that way, it is easy to say, God, if you bless me, bless me. And not mm -hmm. put a limit, put a timeline, put a cap and say, yeah. you know, you have to bless me in five days. It was not happening. Five days is over. Or if you don't bless me this way, if that man does not come and this job is yours, ah, God, you have failed me. You have failed my generation. Mm. Who, who preached those things to us? Who? God have mercy. Because mm. as you were speaking, I'm reminded of, I remember when I was studying Genesis and we even did like an in-depth study of Jacob and Esau in my Sunday school. And there was something that the Lord highlighted to me about Esau. And I feel like maybe that was the reason why God says, God said, Jacob, I love Esau. It was because Esau relied so much on manpower. Mm -hmm. He believed that without that birthright, he was nothing. Do you understand? And even after Jacob had taken the birthright, he still felt the need to prove that he was, do you understand? Like he was powerful. He literally said he was going to kill his brother, even though they had to mourn their father for God knows how many years. He wanted to prove that he was the best and he relied so much on himself. But look at Jacob. Jacob honored God, even with the fact that, yes, he was full of deceit, he lied, he did that, he did that. But he followed in the steps of his father and his forefather. He would always build an altar for God to worship him. Yeah. When did Esau ever build an altar? When did Esau even ever acknowledge that God was the source that of God was the source. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But yeah. Jacob knew, even look at when Leban wanted to cheat him now, that he said, okay, I'll take the spotted ones. He took away all the spotted ones, told his sons to take them out. And God gave Jacob wisdom <laughs> to do what he did at the end of the day. We might say, oh, he's deceitful. I really feel like it was wisdom. Because one thing I learned today is wisdom is not, I used to think that wisdom was speaking big grammar and all yeah. of that. But no, wisdom is knowing what God will have you do at a particular time. Yes. I feel like that is just the wisdom of God. And another, um, oh God, I've forgotten this other it's part that's in my heart. Hey, hey, yes, thank you, Elizabeth, for reminding me. Another part that I also want to talk about is once key, um, I don't know what to call it. I don't know if I say one key character or one key secret I can give or i can give to you freely because bible says we should give the gospel freely give it, it freely girl give, give it, it freely, freely. It is <laughs> you being totally dependent on god yes honestly you're are you experiencing god as whoever he is i love the fact that when god introduced himself in exodus to abraham he said i am that i am so i am Moses. who you say sorry to moses thank you i am who you say i am I am not who I say I am, but what, however you experience me as, that is who I am. Do you understand what I'm yeah. trying to say? So he 
he he i feel like if you are totally dependent on god that is when you can experience god not only as jaira but even as your protector i remember yeah. i woke from one horrible dream one night no one night in the afternoon and the maker i woke up the first psalm that came to my mouth was psalm 91 and i was just reading and in the dream actually i needed a protector but that was just god telling me that even though you walk through now this is psalm, even though psalm 23 even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death of Jesus, yeah, i will be with you yes you know, and that's because in that dream i literally had no the only person i could call on was jesus that mm. is me depending on god as my protector i will say that there are other parts of um you know aspects of or nature of god that i still need the help of the holy spirit to help me to depend fully on him but mm. what i've come to understand when it comes to god is total surrender it's not you trying to figure it out. It's you surrendering to God, knowing that he has figured, he it, figured out. it out already. Yes, and allowing him to guide you. Like she said, if you do not surrender to God as Lord, you cannot experience his sovereignty in your life. That's just it. Remember mm-hmm. this particular thing we talked about one time like that? When we were talking about the fact that um, God is able to do some things. I, I can't remember what led to the conversation. Maybe it was the entire conversation about not having a job having a job mm-hmm. and I'm like your needs anyhow he wants to meet it but yeah. you have to believe and trust he can, like he can. And this yeah. bible verse it's when you said you feel it's not even a feeling thing it's the truth this bible verse that said trust in the lord with all your heart and not onto your own understanding and he will direct you and this other verse that say those that trust in the lord will lack nothing yeah there are many verses about trust that you see that once you see trust is a key Mm. that opens the room for god to move in your life however he chooses to because Mm -hmm. you're telling him i trust you in my life i I, I can count on you i can't count Mm. on people that i don't think are capable of doing good to me Mm. that's it i often tell people when you fail to trust god you're actually abusing him you don't know you're telling him that you're not worth my trust because I don't think you can take care of me enough, so I don't see why I should trust you. Mm. Take us your cares upon me because I care for you. Mm. Why do you think he had to let them know that he cares for them? Because they yeah. realized that they were carrying that problems. They were carrying those anxiety. They were carrying those worries on themselves because they were not sure if they could trust him. Mm. There was this day I went to do something. I was going somewhere and I missed the road already. And this particular person was trying to direct me. But because he had already tried to eat on me and was doing all sexy, baby, she was sexy. It's not you. <laughs> so I'm like, nah. <laughs> I couldn't trust him. I could not just mm-hmm. trust him. But at some point, he started realizing that, okay, maybe the main reason I didn't trust him was because of the language he was using with me. What did he do? He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but this is where you're going to. I actually know where you're going to. I can help you. And I'm not going to ask for your number. Trust me. When he said that, I relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like, if you not, he directed me to where I was going. It was there mm-hmm. I was going for covered by God at Balmora Palace. Okay. She understand. So, most of the time, you would need to, God understand that why we can't trust is because of the disappointment we experience from people. Mm. So, God is not wicked that you say, if you don't trust me, do your thing your way. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Go, go live your life. No. He understands. Mm. There was a time where God was telling me, I know why you are. You find it so hard to really believe people when they say they, because you've been disappointed a lot. 
So the mm. best way. So I was trying to protect myself. And the first thing he did wasn't try to say, okay, I can do all things. No. The first thing he did was dip something. He showed me something he could do. And when he did that, I had no reason to doubt him again. Again. I'm at that stage in my life where you cannot tell me anything. If God say he would do it, he would do it. Even if he doesn't say he would do it, I count on him so much that he can do anything for me at any time. If he tell me, Kishi, I'm taking you to America tomorrow. Yes and amen. If he say, Kishi, I'm going to get you to this place next mm-hmm. week. Yes and amen. I am that intention with my mm-hmm. trust in God. And mm. that's something you need to practice to intentional trust. There mm. are days in the week where I will take time out. There's something I do every Sunday. Not every Sunday, but I try to make it every Sunday. I set, I set my alarm. I will say intimacy time with God. Sit down and reflect with God. I'll ask myself, in what areas have I failed to really depend on God this week? In what area? Because that's where I struggle with the most. I know my struggle and I'm intentional about battling. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So I'll tell God, break me down today. If you have to prove to me that you are good, do it. Please show me that you are good. See that indeed you are good. I break down every wall that is making me think you're not good. You're not good. Even if bad things happen, I will immediately remind myself, no, Kishi, this is not a from God. Remember that he says oh, God is for your good. So he all started believing that indeed God is good. And can I tell you this? The goodness of God can never be exaggerated. Yes. If anybody tell you anything about God's goodness and you're like, can I trust them? It feels like they're saying too much. Please. You can only underrate the goodness of God. You can never mm-hmm. you overrate can never, Yeah, You can never overrate. Yeah, that's true. God blows our minds in in ways you never imagined. Ways, in yeah. ways you never expected. Ne- yeah, never expected, never imagined. I'm so grateful, you guys, today for this conversation because I feel like it was just one that was so much needed, not only for the listeners, because one prayer that I used to pray, and I believe Kishi prays it too, is help us to not just be hearers of the word, but just to see us. Help us to not just hear the word or read the word to preach it. Because it's fun to preach the word and not to live it. We don't mm. want to Pharisees. We want to also be people that live the word. We want the word to form in us and transform us into the image of Christ, be full grown into the image of Christ. And I'm just so thankful for this opportunity to just sit at the feet of the Lord with you guys and just speak and allow the Lord use us as vessels. It's amazing. It's amazing. I've said we should do our take-homes, but I really just feel like one thing um Kishi has said it um that Kishi said is we should trust in God and when you trust in God you can depend on God so that's why I put Kishi's on first because if you don't trust in someone you cannot depend on them because, yeah hmm, I don't this one it's not but when you trust someone look at a child a baby when a baby is giving birth they don't know whether it's breast milk that's going to come out of their mother's breast they are just looking like I'm hungry, you know, because they believe, I believe they trust their mother enough to not want to kill them. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? That's even not just the 
only mm-hmm. thing baby trusts with. Do you know that babies, when they first come out of their mother's womb and all of that, it doesn't matter who is carrying them. They want to suck breast. Yeah. At that point, they don't know who their mom is. They don't know. They don't know. They can't tell. Really? Just, yeah. I'm hungry, please. I'm hungry. Just pick me. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's why I always ask. Whenever I, go, whenever I read the word and I see maybe a Bible verse that says, come as a child. I'll ask, why do you use child? Mm. And I'll try to understand because most time God asks us to come like a child. He's trying to let you understand that to be unimpeded. You need to be carefree, mm. reckless in your trust, be abandoned. Have this reckless abandon in your trust that you can, you can anything. Anything. That's just that. Yes. Yeah. Anything. And before we just round up, I really just want to just pray this over anybody because. Mm-hmm. We want to hear testimonies. You guys will be mind blown by what will begin to happen to you and in your life when you listen to this episode. Because one thing that God wants to do in this season is to bring people into the knowledge of his fatherhood. Is to make people understand that doesn't matter what your earthly father did or did not do. I am who I am, a father. Every single time he says, I am a shepherd. And I will lead mm. you as a sheep. He's trying mm. to let you know, I'll protect you, I'll provide for you, I'll guide you, I'll lead mm. you. Mm. So it doesn't matter what you're needing provision for. And when I say it doesn't matter, I mean it doesn't matter. Mm. Be that reckless with trusting God. There is something I always thank God for about the church I attend. That's so my cousins still this crazy faith in us that God can do anything. anything. Yeah. Anything. And don't get I don't if you notice, I didn't say God can do everything. Because there are many things God can do, but he wouldn't do. He wouldn't because do. he's good. But he can do anything he wants to do. So far, he is going to be in your good and for his glory. He would do mm. it. So if you're listening to this episode and you're trusting God for anything, all we are asking you to do is just trust that he is a good father. Mm. That's just it. Trust. 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 Yes. Trust. And when you trust, mm-hmm. and it directs you, it leads you, it gives you wisdom, it says, do this, you obey. Yeah. So the next word that comes after trust is, trust and obey. Because whenever you trust God, it's going to direct you. But it's trust and obey. So I just bless you with this words that you receive new grace to trust God. Amen. And you receive new grace to surrender everything unto him. I yeah. don't know why, but I just pray that you will receive grace to let go and let God. And the truth is, it might not be the way that we think it's going to be. I yes. think like sometimes we try to box God by thinking that, oh, the Lord will speak to me. And then the Lord can just be putting thoughts in your heart. Or, oh, the Lord will do this and he's doing it the other way. Let's ha- I pray that the Lord will help us to have a hopeful mind towards this and help us to fully trust fully surrender everything to him in the name of jesus amen again next week we'll have amazing amazing testimonies from you guys yes forget to share with your friends and family we love you we love you wonderful week god bless you and stay blessed